0: Welcome to Sports Scene with Steve Russell. Let's talk some sports. And have some lunch on ESPN, ninety-eight one FM, and eight fifty AM, WRUF.
1: Welcome to Hour Two of Sports Scene for this Monday. Elliot is producing it, and we thank you for making time out of your busy day to join us here on Sports Scene, as promised. Florida's athletic director Scott Strickland is in the house and he re- first of all welcome Scott hey Steve how are you? I'm um, great and I know he is really wanting to get your feedback on what you would like to see in terms of the swamp and what will happen with that let me start Scott by has there been uh, since the last time we talked has there been any change in uh, you know where are we I guess in, in this process is the first question.
2: Yeah uh, great question Steve we actually uh, uh Put out. This is this is technical stuff. When you're doing a facility project on campus, you you put out a um, a public document that you're advertising to select the professionals, the architects. And we put that out uh, at the end of June, early July, and and we had a, a press release uh, that went along with it because typically what happens when we when we put one of those uh, uh, requests out is some enterprising journalist, media person finds it and then they report it and we really haven't had a chance to explain it. So we did the press release at the same time to say basically, hey, we've been studying this for two or three years. You and I have talked about it. Mm -hmm. Um, We're now at the stage where we're ready to take a lot of these different concepts and actually hire an architect to help us come up with what the actual plan is going to be. And so we will, uh, that process is ongoing. You shortlist, then you interview the architects uh I expect sometime early fall, maybe September, we actually select an architect team uh to help that process and then we'll spend uh you know the next eight to, to ten months, you know, working with them to come up with, with that plan. And so I I one thing that uh I think there's an uh people may have a misunderstanding or misperception that there's already a plan in place. That is not the case. we have concepts, ideas we kind of understand. we've gotten to know the facility really well, so you know almost parts of that stadium are almost a hundred years old um and there's a there's a lot of layers to it as we know uh that have been built on as time goes on um We have a lot of understanding of of what we'd like to see happen from an end result, but how we get there and and you know what we prioritize um that's still. The process we need to go through and so that's one of the reasons I you know as people um, who might be listening have ideas or thoughts or suggestions uh, I'd love to hear them uh, during our time together today if uh, you know some people may want chair back seats some people may want you know better concessions or concourses or video boards or um, they may have other ideas Um, I you know we have probably heard them and thought of them but uh, someone may come up with something we've not thought of or someone may bring something up um, that I could provide some background to as to, to you know why that would be really good or, or why it may be challenging. Let me,
1: I, I've, I've heard this from callers on the show. Some just think, no, some other place. You know, find a place on campus, build another swamp. Is that even in, on the drawing
3: board?
2: What we uh, There's nothing off the drawing board. I will say that our focus is on the current location. But to do due diligence, I think you have to look at uh, all, all options. So everything from, you know, um, a minor, uh, you know, renovation of the current facility to a major renovation of the current facility to do you build something somewhere else. The, the focus is on the current facility. I think there's a lot of history, a lot of tradition. The location uh, matters, I believe. It's interesting, the oldest NFL stadium, I think I mentioned this on your show before, the oldest NFL stadium is Green Bay's Lambeau Field, and it was built in the late 50s. Um, there's not an SEC, I think Vandy is the only SEC stadium that's been built since then. But, you know, the Swamp, most, most college stadiums are two, three, four decades older than the youngest NFL stadium because in professional sports, they build down, they tear down stadiums and build new ones. Yep. In college athletics, especially in football, uh, there's something sacred about that site. Uh, the history that's gone on there you think about all the, the great games that have taken place at Stevesburg Florida Field um, it would have to be something really compelling uh, that, that comes out of the process to, for us to, to say let's go build something new in a different location I'm not saying that that's been completely ruled out I'm just saying that's our focus is on the current site. Okay, I, I, I
1: hope you'll indulge me here Scott because I want to I want to have the rest of the hour be devoted to that, but I do want to ask a couple of other things. I know uh, a trip to Washington to talk about NIL and and what Congress you know might or might not do. How was that trip? How productive was it? What is your sense of Congress's interest in even attacking this?
2: It was an interesting trip. We took. Um Couple of our staff and some student athletes that went along with us. Trendy Thomas was one of them. Uh, she got a lot of attention, as you can imagine. That was that was kind of fun to see uh, some of the uh, congressional members' reaction to her. There are a lot of people. Uh, the people we met with people from Florida's delegation, so senators and Congress people, and uh, they, you know, they want to help Florida schools and they want to help college athletics. Um, I don't know that there's a clear understanding at that level of how they can do it, which is fair, right? It's the first time they've been asked to do this. Uh, There's a lot of complexity to college athletics that, that um, uh, candidly that, you know, someone, someone may have a really good understanding of higher education or athletics um, or the non-for-profit side or NIL. But to understand all that, how it fits with title nine, everything else, um, you know, there's not a whole lot of people who have a complete, view of that and so I think uh, they all want to be helpful uh, we'll see we've seen some bills been introduced here in the last you know week or two uh, some of them have been bipartisan uh, we'll see if anything comes from that um, you know there's we continue to uh, exist in this NIL transfer portal world um, I know that there are those in college athletics who think federal legislation is really important um, my focus is candidly on, you know, how can the Gators be as successful as possible in this current environment? And if things, if there's federal legislation and things change, we'll adapt to that. Okay. All right. Um, I'll start now.
1: If you want to talk about what you would like to see in terms of either renovation or whatever it is, the swamp, i will open the phone lines, 3928255. You can email as well, uh, srussell at wruf.com. Eric says... Rather than the old painted, this is the swamp in the corners, what about well-done pictures of a swamp with alligators, cypress trees, etc.? It would seem to be less like high school wording and more like a forbidding place. It might be featured on TV shots. Just a thought. Mark says, any plans to relocate or expand where football recruits sit during home games or provide them chair backs? If so, what ideas are you exploring?
2: Uh, so we actually put... Uh Uh, chairs with backs last year down in the south end zone where this where the recruits sit there is a need for a uh, we currently use the uh, the gator room the disney gator room at the football stadium uh, to host recruits on game day there's a a need for a more a bigger more robust student lounge recruit lounge on game days Um, and Ideally, like right now, they have to leave that room, walk through the concourse, or go down some, some steps, a that, stairwell that's, that's not real attractive to get out to their seats. Uh, ideally, you could somehow connect the Gator uh, recruiting room to where the seats were the, where the recruits are going to sit. Um, all of that is something we're hoping to uh, accommodate in whenever work gets done.
1: Andrew says, "How are you gonna keep the college feel to the stadium? Any chance you could copy the Atlanta Falcons concession stand idea, i.e., affordable?"
2: <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, uh, I 100% believe it'll it'll feel like a college stadium. Um, you know, one of the one of the things that that every college stadium has that NFL stadiums don't have is we have a student section and we have a marching band, and that's really. The, the difference, you know, people talk about how NFL stadiums aren't, don't have the seating capacity that college stadiums do, right? College stadiums have eighty ninety thousand 90,000 people. Uh, most NFL stadiums have about sixty sixty five thousand 65,000. Uh, if you, if you take out a 15,000, 20,000 uh, seat student section, that's your difference right yeah, there. And right. so um, we're going to have a student section and we're going to, you know, that's going to continue to be a really important part of, of, um, Uh, of Ben Hill Griffin Stadium and the environment of the swamp. I think the other thing that makes the swamp unique, and we've talked about this before, is the proximity to the seats to the field, so how tight it is on the sideline, and then um, how steep the rake is, how much the seat, you know, the stands just seem to go straight up, uh, and they're they're not like, uh, you know, back off the field. So those are two things that I think are really important, and I think that that's one of the things that combined with the students is what makes it really feel, get that feel, and that vibe that we all love.
1: Let's go to our Clear Sound Audiology phone line. Elijah, hello.
4: Hey, uh, in terms
3: of the renovations, I I grew up a Gator fan, now I'm a student. I think the big thing that I want to see is I want to see the student section remain more more open, maybe not go to the chair back. I I feel like that's where a lot of the energy of the swamp comes from. I I don't want to see a lot of loss there. I know we're going to lose seats inevitably, have to comply to ADA, but I I think I don't want to see, like, fifteen to 20,000 seats get lost in the process because I feel like it would take away from the environment of the swamp, which I feel like has been the best part of the stadium, regardless of what conditions it's been in and, and whatnot.
2: Yeah, thanks Elijah. I I agree completely with you, one hundred percent. In fact, I I'm, I referenced the you know the what makes a NFL stadium and college stadium difference. I actually wonder if you know anytime we start spitballing ideas of what to do in the stadium uh, through some of these studies we've been doing, um, I'm I'm I'll be honest with you. One of the we get to a point where we go, okay, where are we going to put the students, right? Because currently the students section is is kind of um, it's amoeba like it kind of it's not like self in one (laughs) like that it's kind of part over on the east side part in the north uh you know part down low part up high um i actually think that we need to come up with a way to identify the perfect location for the students and then build the rest of the stadium around them and make sure that uh kind of like the rowdy reptiles at basketball have a have a Uh, a really special defined space that allows them to make a huge impact in the game. We need to take the same approach with whatever we do uh, at Ben Hill Griffin. And and, uh, given students uh, their own identity, having a student section that has its own identity, I think there's some things we can do um, in renovations to enhance that, that the current stadium really doesn't allow us to do. All right. Again, if you're just tuning in,
1: our guest, for the hour, Florida Athletic Director Scott Strickland. He wants to hear from you to get your thoughts on what you would like to see uh, with the Swamp renovation, whether it be there, a new location, wherever. He wants to hear from you. 115 Time Check brought to you by Hayes Jillery, ESPN, one FM, 850 AM, WRUF.
0: Gainesville Sports Center, here's what's trending now on ESPN, one FM, 850 AM, WRUF.
3: Good afternoon. I'm Emma Pastis. The Tampa Bay Rays head up to New York to face the Yankees for a three-game series this week. Catch game one of the series here tonight at 6.30. In soccer news, the U.S. women's national team gears up to face Portugal tomorrow in their last group stage game. They look to win and secure their spot in the knockout rounds. Also, Gators football head coach Billy Napier kicks off his second year of ball camp with the team, which begins today in Gainesville. An open practice to the public will also take place on August 5th inside Ben Hill Griffin Stadium. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Emma Pastis.
0: ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM WRUF.
5: This wasn't how Patrick pictured himself in retirement. Instead of playing golf every day, he could barely walk because of his severe knee pain.
6: It hampered everything because it hurt to walk around the golf course. It hurt to swing, just pretty much hurt doing anything.
5: But the groundbreaking regenerative treatments at QC Kinetics changed everything for Patrick. QC Kinetics uses your body's own healing properties to help repair and restore damaged tissue in your knees, hips, back, and shoulders. No surgery, no drugs, no downtime.
6: The turnaround's been amazing from where I I was to where I am now. I have gone from a 15 handicap down to a 7 handicap. That's because my knees allow me to play golf. Like, I haven't been able to play probably in 15 years.
5: Don't let joint pain keep you from doing what you love. Call QC Kinetics today for your complimentary consultation. Call QC
7: Kinetics. 352-400-4550. That's
8: 352-400-4550. Now with offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and the Villages. 352
9: The school year is back, and no one does after school like Okito America. Martial arts, academic tutoring, Spanish classes, art classes, science classes, sports programs, and free transportation. Classes for ages five and up. Locations at 6900 Southwest Archer Road, 7420 West Newberry Road, and opening in August in Alachua. Hurry, sign up at OkitoAmerica.com today before after school classes fill up. That's OkitoAmerica.com.
0: This is not a contest, it's a paid advertisement by Family Dream Getaways with the purpose of soliciting sales of vacation ownership. Some terms and conditions apply, airfare not
4: included.
10: If you wanna go on a family vacation to Orlando, Las Vegas, or Cancun, Family Dream Getaways is giving away a magical getaway for just $2.99 to the first callers that can name an animal that lays eggs and is not a bird. Do you know it? An animal that lays eggs and is not a bird. Call now. 1-800-249-9129. 1-800-249-9129. 1-800-249-9129. 1-800-249-9129. If you're between the first 20 callers, you also get a Bahamas cruise. And don't worry about anything ruining your travel plans. We can extend your trip and free cruises for up to two years. Name an animal that lays eggs and is not a bird. And you get Orlando, Las Vegas, or Cancun for just two ninety nine dollars plus a Bahamas cruise. What are you waiting for? Call now. 1-800-249-9129. 1-800-249-9129.
11: Worn-out tires are a danger to you, your passengers, and other drivers. TireRack.com reminds you to inspect your tires regularly. Grab a quarter, stick it in the tread, and if you can see the top of Washington's head, it's time to replace. Go to my page, TireRack.com Dan. Use the Tire Decision Guide to find the right tires for how and what and where you drive. Choose from the full lineup of Michelin tires and tread confidently. TireRack.com. TireRack.com is the way tire buying should be. I just learned Discover credit cards do something pretty awesome. At the end of your first year, they automatically double all the cash back you've earned. That's right. Everything you've earned, doubled. All the cash back from eating at your favorite restaurant, doubled. All the cash back from that trip where you sort of learned to snowboard, that's also doubled. And the best part, you don't have to do anything ridiculous to get it. No, Discover does it automatically. Seriously, though, see the terms and check it out for yourself. Discover.com slash match. We are your home for
0: Tampa Bay Rays baseball. You're listening to ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world with the WRUF radio app. And now, more sports scene with Steve Russell. Here on ESPN, 981 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and online at WRUF.com.
1: Welcome back to Sports Scene. Our guest today, Florida Athletic Director Scott Strickland, wants to hear from you in terms of your thoughts and ideas for the renovation of the swamp. And we got a lot of people now that want to talk to him. So we'll start with Copper Gator. Copper Gator, hello.
8: Hey, what's up, Steve? Hey. And uh, first and foremost, I want to say thanks for, Scott, taking the time out of your busy schedule to do this, man. We really do appreciate it. Absolutely. Um, you, know, yeah, you know, the one thing that I, you know, as an alumni and a guy that goes to, you know, a lot of home football games, it, it, for, for those times that we come to the seven or six times a year, it's about the atmosphere and about more than just the three hours of watching the game in the stadium. And so, you know, one of the things I'd like to see is being able to incorporate the game day experiences around the stadium – you know, maybe the two front lots there where the Gator Walk is up through there, making that accentuated, maybe even tying into somewhere in the Odom and and that road there where you're having the ability to host events for alumni past Gator, you know, Gator greats. Those kinds of experiences tied into the actual swamp is really what I'm looking for.
2: Yeah, that's great. Great feedback, Steve. Um, You know, we've tried to do some things in in the last uh, few years with the University Avenue and and the, the the tents out at the Gator Walk, the tailgate tents. Yep. Um, but you're spot on. There's there's a lot more opportunity there that we've not tapped into, and we've um, we'd love to through whatever we do with understanding. This is not just about seats in the stadium. That a lot of this renovation project is going to be about um, you know the the outer areas you're talking about. The entry gates, the concourses all you know everything that touches people um when when they're approaching the stadium or even outside the stadium you know there's a lot of uh, a lot of pro clubs have done a really good job uh with what you're talking about um you know uh, I mentioned the Packers. we went up to Lambeau last year and they yeah. have what they call Title Town, which is a huge uh multi mixed use um, uh entertainment district with restaurants, hotels. Um, you know, bars uh, right outside the stadium. And I know the the Patriots have done something similar. Uh, I think the Braves have done something similar up at yep. their new ballpark. So there, there's um, there's some opportunities, um, whether they're uh, commercially based or whether they just are spaces that are activated on game day. You know, one thing we have that's unique uh, in, in really in all stadiums, especially in college athletics, is, uh, you know, the Swamp is one of the few stadiums that is open during the week right you know people go and exercise how can we how can we use that as an asset to you know make the facility uh, commercially viable during the year so yes people can use it to exercise but maybe there's a maybe the concourse has a high-end food court that um, you know, like a food hall, like you see in some of these big cities, that attracts students during the week and on weekends, maybe families have the opportunity to come. I, I'm spitballing; I have no plan for this. Yeah. I'm just, these are the kind of things we sit around and and throw <laughs> up well, against the wall.
8: Well, and I mean, I think I think that's the thing is that when you when we talk about football in that stadium, it's about it's about a weekend experience for a lot of for a lot of people that come into town and, and do that and and to make it about going to campus or being near campus or walking around and seeing some of the history maybe a museum or I don't know that, but, but making it about those heritages and about making people want to come to the Swamp, it, it matters and so I appreciate your time and I'll let the other callers get their thoughts in too. Thank
1: you. thank you for yours. Brian, welcome to the show.
3: Hey Steve, hey Scott, how are you? Good. Hey
1: Brian.
6: Hey, um, I have three things that I, I want to bring up. Uh, first is um, better seating for the recru- recruits, uh, for the players' families. I mean, I think that's
3: important. Um, yeah, I don't think they should be way up in the upper level. I think they should have better seats. Um, another thing is a big, giant gator, in the, in a real gator, a live gator in the, in the swamp. And the third thing is
6: bring back gator bait, the champ. All
2: right. Thank you,
1: Brian. Okay. Appreciate it. All right, Brian. Thank you. Uh, Kevin, hello.
6: Hey,
11: Steve and uh, Mr. Strickland. How are you guys doing today? Doing okay, Kevin. Good. Um, So my wife had a bucket list last year. Um, So we actually went to a Virginia Tech game, and um, that was a neat experience. Um, One of the things that we experienced there was um, they had the band on one end zone and their student military section on the other end zone. So no matter what team they were playing, they always got noise on whichever end of the field they were playing on. So that might be something you think about. And then also um, one of our other bucket lists, we went to a Florida State game. And I noticed that both of these stadiums, the parking is almost like NFL down at Tampa Bay where all the parking is right around the stadium. So, you know, it might be considered, you know, to maybe move it to another facility, um, you know, or on campus somewhere else um, that's got more room for parking.
2: All right, good good feedback. I, I appreciate that. That's it's always helpful to yeah. go other places, and you know, it really helps with uh, you know coming up with ideas. I, that's good feedback. Thank you, Kevin.
1: Thank you, Kevin. Appreciate your call, Mark. Welcome to the show. Mark, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, um,
12: I have, I have two comments. Uh, the, the first one is, um, I I've been a Gator since 1980 when I first got here. I think with that stadium. Number one is I love the idea of a museum somehow built into the stadium concourse. I've been to Atlanta for the Braves games. I've been to Green Bay and Lambeau Field. It would be awesome if we could pay homage to the legacy of of the Florida Gators by somehow building into that stadium some way we can honor the over a hundred years of Florida Gator football. I just think that would be awesome. And that would be something that could attract people throughout the week, not just on game day, Saturday. I think the other thing is connectivity. Um, I think it would be great if somehow we could have USB ports where people could bring their phones and chargers into the stadium so that during the game people could have access to their cell phones and could charge their cell phones and, Look at their cell phones. I hate to say it, but the reality is people are going to be looking at their and staring at their cell phones and looking at their cell phones throughout the game. They're not always going to be watching what's going on in the field. So I think somehow technology and connectivity is going to be important in whatever rehab or renovation of the field is going on. So thank you, uh, Scott, and thank you, Steve, for what you do. Appreciate it. Thank you, Mark.
1: Thank you. Uh, Michelle is next. Hi, Michelle.
13: Hi, how y'all doing today? Good. Good. So mine are too quick. Um, I was born in Gainesville, raised in Gainesville. Um, I am not for moving the stadium. It, it's a landmark. It's it's a directional tool. You go down University Avenue, past the stadium just a little bit. So it's used more than just for football. So I am for that. <laughs> um, I heard the, the students say about – Not getting rid of, um, I guess, the open seating, the bleacher seating. Having sat in the student section, that's great when you are 20, maybe 25, maybe even 30. But when you cross over that landmark, we need seats. (laughs) When you are sitting in that bleacher seat and you're trying not to touch the person next to you and, and it's hot and you're sweating, having your own little space would be great. So I am for removing the bleachers and having the seats as a person who goes to many, many, many football games. Thank you. very. Oh, and there's portable chargers for your cell phones. We don't need USB cords. That's just my little tidbit. Thanks.
1: (laughs) All right, Michelle. Thank you. Thanks, Michelle. All right. uh, We'll take a break. Come back. Much more with Scott again. He wants to hear your ideas about the swamp. Do you want it there? Do you want to relocate it? Whatever the ideas you have. He wants to hear him, 128. Time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry, ESPN, 981 FM, 850 AM, WRUF.
8: This is Hub Brown, dean of the College of Journalism and Communications here at the University of Florida, and you are listening to ESPN, 981 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators
9: the IRS is ramping up collection and if you owe back taxes or have years of unfiled tax returns listen carefully before it's too late check your eligibility for the fresh start programs still offered by the IRS to reduce or even eliminate your tax problems call our special hotline number now and find out in minutes if you qualify for these life-changing debt reduction programs business or personal if you're in a payment plan with no end in sight have unfiled tax returns under audit have a wage or bank levy or finally just want to know your options call Call the experts at Republic Tax Relief and stop collections immediately. A-plus rated by the Better Business Bureau. With a five-star rating from Yelp, this veteran-owned company has the fight you need to take on the IRS. Don't go at it alone. Call their hotline number now, 800-575-7015. That's 800-575-7015. Find out if you qualify today. Call 800-575-7015 or go to republictaxrelief.com. Bush Auto Repair and Gator Transmission is Gainesville's no-hassle, no-overcharge auto repair shop. Now looking for qualified auto mechanics to join their growing team. If you're a self-motivated worker with an attitude for excellence, Bush Auto Repair is looking for you. Enjoy competitive pay and a family-working environment where they've been keeping cars on the road since 1954. Call 352-372-0372. That's 372-0372 now or at chuckbushautorepair.com.
4: When you're clocking out, and happy hour's already started. But... You're clocking out, and happy hour's already started. The choice to enjoy is easy. Bud Light. Easy to drink, easy to enjoy. Pick up Bud Light at your local convenience store today. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Bud Light Beer, St.
5: Louis, Missouri.
1: Hey, it's Steve Russell for Dick Mondell's Burgers and Fries. It's key lime shake season. Try one right now. And try the herb chicken burger, the house-made veggie burger, and my favorite, a Florida-raised beef original Big Dick with hot fries. Open seven days a week. Worthwhile, wholesome fast food. Dick Mondell's Burgers and Fries.
0: From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update.
13: Skies
12: partly cloudy this afternoon, with temperatures rising to the lower to mid nineties. Heat indices likely will get closer to 100. Seabreeze showers and storms starting out near the Nature Coast this afternoon. They'll move eastward across North Central Florida through the evening. Locally heavier rainfall rates possible, especially east of I-75. From the UF Weather Center, I'm Megan it's a bird. It's
11: a it's the, the, the Dan Patrick Show. Dan Patrick. Yeah. But uh, Aaron Rodgers said that Sean Payton's comments about Nathaniel Hackett were very surprising and out of character for a coach to do that to another coach.
7: I thought it was way out of line and appropriate, and I think he needs to keep uh, my coach's names out of his mouth. It it was almost
11: a Will Smith moment. The Dan Patrick Show. Dan and the Danettes. And you. Weekday
0: mornings at 9, right here on WRUF.
11: Southern Sports
0: Today with Chuck Oliver Weekdays at 2 Right here on ESPN 981 FM 8.50 AM WRUF And on your phone with the WRUF radio app Sports Scene with Steve Russell On ESPN 981 FM And 8.50 AM WRUF
1: Okay, I'm going to get a couple of emails here for Scott And then get to Joey Uh... Let's see, Eric said, any movement on where the Yon Hall area
2: office space will be moved to in order to expand the East Stands concourse space? Um, No, those conversations really are being had with the university because that's university offices that are housed uh, on the east side of the stadium or old Yon Hall. And most people probably know, but in case some don't, uh, Yon Hall was the old student athlete dorm that is actually built into the east side of Ben Hill Griffin Stadium, and uh, uh, it ceased being a a dorm 20, 30 years ago, and has been used as kind of, uh, to house uh, just offices. Um, There's about 180,000 square feet of offices inside this football stadium. And um, we are, we'll probably still have some offices in the stadium when the project is done. But through all this early preliminary studies that that we've gone through, it's obvious that a lot of those office spaces, the location, the area that's being taken up by offices currently, um would be better repurposed to be used by fans on game days. And so uh you think about some of it would it would be helpful. Some of the concourses are tight because there's offices that are that are built into them. If we could eliminate some offices, we could widen concourses, we could build more restrooms, build more concessions. Um, and that's just a, a simple, practical application there. So we've got to work through, w- if if we displace some offices, we would still have to work through with the university, and if some of them are UAA offices or own staff, to figure out where to relocate them to. Uh,
1: Sam says, uh, no question, just a thank you for finally moving the camera angle to show more of the rowdy reptiles. Uh, okay. Uh, and then Rogers says... Uh, why is it that visiting teams sometimes get the good seats, low rows? When we visited A&M last year, we got almost the last row of five from the top. Any change to that?
2: Well, there's an SEC rule that says that, um, like, the, the first 30 rows behind the visiting team bench between, you know, basically behind the bench cannot be – you can't have students. So you can put um, season ticket holders – uh, I think we take the first couple rows. I think we put season ticket holders there at the swamp, but the first couple rows we do put as far as as part of our visiting team allotment. Uh, and candidly, we do that because those seats are down so low, and you're, it's hard to see over the visiting team during the game. Um, and there's not a lot of value there for our, to sell it as a season ticket. So we just make it part of the <laughs> the visitors seats. What we all do is we all um, give our visitors probably the least desirable seats because we want the most desirable seats to be sold to our fans. Sure, and that makes sense. It just so happens that those when you see visiting team fans right behind their bench uh, at the Swamp, uh, if you actually sat in those seats, I think you'd find that they're probably not very desirable seats. Get a phone call here from Joey. Joey, hey.
6: Hey, good afternoon, Steve and Mr. Strickland. Thank you for taking your time to speak with us today. Um, lifelong Gator fan, born and raised in the Gainesville area, UF alumni, um, I've been here long enough. And again, I'm going to be that first person. I'm going to be that guy. I'm going to talk about just conversations that I've been part of about, uh, instead of refurbishing, just redoing. Um, one of the conversations I've had, if you've been here long enough, there's been rumors forever and ever and ever. Um, that the University of Florida was going to build a golf course out near Hell Plantation to serve as the new UF golf course. And that would, of course, leave open that beautiful area on second Avenue and 34th street Um, directly behind that. You've got that land. That's part of the, um, uh, the mechanics area. And then directly behind that, you've now got the uh, student housing area that's empty. Um, I'm sure there's plans for that, but one of the conversations I've been a part of is man, oh man, what sort of entrance that would be into the University of Florida campus coming from I-75? It's right there uh, on Second Avenue and Thirty-fourth Street, you just had a, a brand new gleaming jewel um, instead of refurbishing. Now, I've got so many memories tied to the Swamp and Ben Hill Griffin Stadium. It's not easy for me to have this conversation, but I've 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 got to say that I've been on both sides of the conversation. Um, in, in your experience, have you talked about that has that been something where somebody said man we got this beautiful piece of land sitting right here on the corner of second and 34th has, has that ever even been broached
2: yeah well i guess the best way to answer that is say that we've 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 studied a lot of different options and um uh you know there is there's been talk of some land being given the university out west of town even past Hale, uh for a, a golf course there's there's no plans right now for uh, the the Mark Bostick Golf Course area to be anything but a golf course right now. That's you know the the only plan for that. Um, but there's been a lot of conversations. Uh, I mentioned we we did you know we have kicked the tires on if we build a new stadium, where would it be and what would that look like? And you're right, there's there's some areas. Uh, in that part you, you noted that you could conceivably, not understanding soil samples, not understanding, okay. you know, drainage or anything like that. So very back of the napkin. Um, you know, those are, those are really long-term decisions that that uh, aren't just athletic-driven. They need to be university. Uh, the university needs to have a big part of those conversations. And, um, you know, any kind of uh, long-term campus land use planning. So that's why a lot of our focus has remained at the current location, but we have we have we have had conversations and uh internally just what if, you know, speculating kind of stuff, kind of like you're doing. And there there may be some, you know, I think you would need to have a really comprehensive plan on um you know, where you put the new a new a potential new stadium and then what is going to happen with the current location. Uh, because that suddenly becomes really prime real estate if you were to do something sure. like that, but um, okay. as part of due diligence, i think it 's important to look at that there's there 's a lot of um everything you and i everything that that you referenced or brought up, and I just kind of talked over uh there 's a lot of expense related to that 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 maybe is three and four x times what Uh, a significant renovation at the current location would be. I mean, you're talking about uh, something that would be probably one of the biggest projects in the history of of the state of Florida, not just at the University of Florida. So, um, you know, for that reason and others, that's why a lot of our focus has remained on the current location.
6: Gotcha. Thank you, sir.
2: Okay. Joey, thank you. Uh, Pat says,
1: much larger video screens that can be easily seen from end zone to end zone. Absolutely. And Stephen, I'd love to see more handrails in the aisles for older fans. Uh,
2: I think the next one may be the first. So, yeah, we we uh, we that is a, a need. But uh, was that Stephen who sent that email? Uh-huh. So uh, that's a great point, Stephen. And it really speaks to one of the challenges we face with the current structure is our aisles are not wide enough to put handrails in. And so let's... Um, you know there's the American with Disabilities Act, which was passed twenty five years ago uh existing facilities were grandfathered in and didn't have to come up to code until uh you actually started touching those areas on a renovation. Well, we have not done that yet with the swamp in a significant way the If we were to do something as simple as widen the aisles and put in handrails, it would trigger. The American with Disabilities Act, ADA, and we'd have to go in and, and the there'd be, have to make a lot of changes. Yeah. We will probably end up doing that in this process, but uh, just widening the aisle in order to accommodate a handrail, and you think about all the different aisles in the stadium, you're losing thousands of seats if you don't put a single chair back in the stadium. That right there, you're going to lose... A few thousand seats because there's two or three seats on the end of every aisle you're chopping off to make the aisle uh, end of every row to make the aisle wide enough to accommodate the uh, the handrails to code so um, which means that to replace that capacity you're gonna have to build new structure or create standing room spaces or something creative Um, and so and we may end up doing all the above but just wanting to you know every every uh, step every action has a consequence, and um, it's part of the, what makes this such a complicated challenge. And it's one of the reasons why we're taking the time we're taking to try to make sure you, we do it right, because you only get one chance to, to do this. I, I'm going
1: to ask this, Scott, and I hope I ask it in the right way. I guess when when you guys look at this, there's 50 different angles and 50 different ways you could look at how to attack this. I guess the one that for me because you just mentioned in the existing facility, just to put a handrail in, right? The, the the hoops you have to go through. So is the is the approach at the top of the list we want to keep the swamp? Is the approach we want to look at not being in the swamp first, or does that even Factor in in terms of what you're trying to do with this. Does that make sense?
2: It, it does. I, I I think what you're I think what you're asking is where do you what's your number one priority, and then you go from you kind of yeah. build from there. Yeah. I think the University of Florida should. I think the Swamp is the most iconic or one of the most iconic stadiums in college football. Um, I think it should also. I think it should maintain that. And my goal, our goal, is for it to be. Um, I wanna say nice, but I don't know how to quantify nice, but the nicest stadium in college football. I don't know how to quantify that. So that's, you know, you shouldn't use, in and uh, if you have an objective, you should not use subjective work, right? <laughs> right. But we want, we. I think of, um, and we had to build a new ballpark to get there, but you know, Condren Ballpark, I think is as nice as any ballpark in the country, right? It has all the fan amenities. We saw it during this season, the crowds exploded. And and uh, create a totally different atmosphere than what has been there in the past. Um, I, I believe we can we can have a similar impact on the swamp um, with the current facility. But <coughs> excuse me, how we get there is is part of the challenge.
1: Okay, Eddie, hang on. Again, <sighs> if you're just tuning in, the Gator AD Scott Strickland here. He wants to hear your thoughts on. The Swamp, do you keep it? Do you want to go someplace else? What would you like to see changed in the Swamp? 144, time check brought to you by Hayshawn or ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF.
0: Gainesville Sports Center, here's what's trending now on ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon.
3: I'm Max Bernstein. The Tampa Bay Rays will continue their road trip as they head to the Bronx to face the New York Yankees. Tyler Glasnow on the mound for Tampa tonight. Coverage is right here at 6.30. In soccer, the U.S. women's national team faces Portugal tomorrow at 3 a.m. in their final group stage match of the Women's World Cup. A win or a draw would guarantee advancement for the U.S. to the knockout stage. And in football, former Gator Anthony Richardson missed today's practice with the Colts after having a surgical procedure done to correct his nasal septum could potentially miss practice tomorrow as well. That's your Gainesville Sports Center.
4: I'm Max Bernstein. ESPN
0: 981 FM 850 AM
4: WRUF. Mike Lester believes a good financial advisor helps you map out a plan for each step of your retirement without taking a commission. Mike also happens to be the founder of Talon Wealth and is on a mission to help those near and in retirement protect and grow their nest egg. And he's ready to prove it with a Talent Satisfaction Guarantee. It's pretty simple for any new client that hires Talon to actively manage their portfolio. If you aren't satisfied after one year, for any reason, Talon will refund 100% of your advisor fees. Yep, that's right. For any new client that hires Talon to actively manage their portfolio, if you aren't satisfied after one year, for any reason at all, Talon will refund 100% of your advisor fees. Call 352-751-3200 to learn more about Talon's satisfaction guarantee. That's 352-751-3200. Or visit guardingyournesteg.com.
11: Advisory services through Talon Private Wealth and SEC Registered Investment Advisor. Lorda License D056341.
4: companies and medicare we offer free shipping 90-day supplies and we bill your insurance call us today for a free benefits check
2: 800-513-1652 800-513-1652 800-513-1652 that's 800-513-1652
12: hurricane season is here and making sure you're ready is key if you need to evacuate Evacuations typically don't have to be hundreds of miles. Having at least half a tank of gas ensures you can evacuate the necessary tens of miles to a safe sheltering location when a storm threatens your community. Check with nearby friends and family now and have a plan in place for what to do if you are ordered to evacuate. Visit halfwayfullhalfwaythere.com to learn about more ways to be prepared. This message is sponsored by the Florida Division of Emergency Management, Florida Association of Broadcasters, and this radio station.
0: My partners had told me I should get my knee replaced. I was in my 40s, and I decided that I wouldn't do that.
5: That's orthopedic surgeon Dr. John Herzog, who found regenerative medicine years ago and became a believer. It changed my life around. It improved me to a point where I was able to jog again. That's when Dr. Herzog switched his focus from surgery to helping his patients with natural biologics. I've treated at least 5,000 patients.
0: I believe your body has everything it needs to heal
5: itself. Today, you'll find Dr. Herzog at QC Kinetics, the nation's leader in this exciting field of medicine that can give lasting pain relief with no downtime, no drugs, and no surgery. I have patients coming up to me that I did 10 years ago saying, you know, Doc, my elbow's still working great. I'm playing tennis three days a week. Call QC Kinetics now to explore alternative ways to deal with your pain. It's a free consultation. Call QC Kinetics, 352
7: 400 Now with offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and the Villages. 352-400-4550.
0: From every call third strike to every call to the bullpen, baseball lives here. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. And now, more sports scene with Steve Russell, here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM WRUF and online at WRUF.com
1: Okay, our final segment with Scott here. I know Scott, you wanted to, you know, what I mentioned about McKeithen.
2: Yeah, I wanted to just circle back on that last question about, you know, you asked, where do you start? What's priority? And um, I, you know, there are a lot of examples of iconic old sports facilities that have been modernized but have kept what makes them special intact and i mentioned i've mentioned lambo a couple times because we went up there and looked at it and i saw it firsthand up in green bay uh you know fenway park Wrigley field dodger stadium um all of those have had extensive renovations to be modernized and updated but they still have retained what makes them special right and i that, that's if i had to say what my my personal hope and goal is we get through this process is we've we've Figured out a way to make the swamp feel like the swamp, but we've modernized it, we've updated it, we've created some fun new areas for people, uh, but it's still really loud and intimidating for the other team when they come in there.
1: All right, uh, we got a final segment here. We'll get Eddie with us. Hi, Eddie.
3: Steve, I hope you remember my voice. It's okay if you don't. You know, I used to call in uh, a long time ago, six, seven years ago as a student, and we used to argue about baseball because we're both purists. Hope you've been really well. Mr. Strickland, honored to have you here. Uh, as a student, I always got fired up when, when you get updates about anything you were up to because you just have such passion for this university. So uh, thank you for your time. Uh, but I want to lead off by saying uh, that one of my favorite things about you, Mr. Strickland, is that you've always said the swamp is an experience. And, and that is the number one goal. Uh, I think all gators would agree is that that experience has to continue. And how does that happen? Well, it must continue to be intimidating. That's the number one aspect of the swamp. And I think that that can still be achieved by still making changes that are necessary. Uh, With that being said, um, I think that a 24 seven tailgater area, because it's already an event yearly anyways, um, could be a possibility uh, to create more of an event atmosphere to have just a 24 seven tailgater area. People will just be there, um, there's enough Gators on, in this state to just talk about the game without even being in the stadium. That's how passionate uh, people are uh, about the Gators. So that's a possibility. Um, I do think that it's okay to downsize seating for comfort because we're the University of Florida. We like to be comfortable. Um, and, and that is, that is essential uh, in games like this um, to provide the most passion. So I, I think that people are okay with that uh, with the advent of luxury, uh, with seating. Uh, and then finally, I wanted to mention the potential for, as you were mentioning, the dorm uh, that's connected. I, I don't know if there's rooftop access, but potentially the game could potentially be viewed from there if there's a vantage point to the stadium. So uh, thank you for your time. And, Steve, it's so good to, to listen to you again. And uh, just want to know, you know, I'm always around.
1: So, oh, Thank you, Eddie. I appreciate you, and I appreciate the call.
2: Yeah, great, great comments, Eddie. I appreciate those.
1: Um, okay. Uh, Daniel says, Scott, whatever you do, Don't move it. I trust you with everything else, with the upgrade, just don't move the Swamp. And Tommy says, under the plan to renovate, it starts with a huge compromise reduction of seats. The compromises will continue from there while attempting to keep the current footprint. Let's focus on relocating and build a stadium unmatched and rest confident that fans and other supporters of the old Swamp will be thankful and grateful for Swamp 2. Okay. So that kind of encapsulates right there, right?
2: I, I do think, uh, and I, uh, I'm just going off of every new stadium you've seen the last 20 years. I think if you built a new stadium, to, to you know, how tight the uh, the stands are to the field at the current stadium, and then how uh, steep the rake is of the seats, I think are two things that make the swamp feel so intimidating. I don't think they build new stadiums like those features anymore and so um, you think about going into Raymond James Stadium or Hard Rock down in Miami or uh, the Jag Stadium they don't they don't have that proximity of of the first seat to the to the field nor the the rake of the the steepness of the of the stands and so if you talk about building brand new I I, maybe an architect would come in and tell us no you can do that but I I think we you may be sacrificing that.
1: Okay, Elliot, we had a couple of people that didn't want to go on air. What do you got for Scott?
14: So um, I can just give you one one by one and go from there. So uh, we had someone who was curious about um, about shade, about how pretty much um, they feel like that they wear sunglasses or headgear or their their fear of skin cancer for some reason, I, I guess. Um, so they wanted to know if there's any more plans to get more shade there. Uh, th-
2: that will be a conversation. Uh, how feasible that is I don't know but yeah we'd like lo- you know even if it's something like we've done that's been done at uh, KDC Shoal Presley Stadium or uh, the the ring tennis complex or Condren where we have the the uh, fabric shade in some locations uh, we would love to see if there's a possibility we can do something like that
14: cool on uh, the next uh, just two more questions on uh, the next question is about uh, someone wanted to know if um, if the pretty much their plans to make a new stadium if they're looking outside of Gainesville?
2: For a new stadium? No, yeah. we would we would want any stadium to, to be on the campus here at UF in Gainesville.
14: Cool, and my last question uh, comes from me actually. So I am just graduated here and I was a part of the member of the Pride of the Sunshine Marching Band. Um, but one of the things that I never got to see but I heard a lot of cool things about was um concerts just a lot of like good music acts coming into the swamp so and i know that sometimes that be kind of good to get revenue in um not just in the fall but something during the spring there so is there any any talk of potentially bringing any a-list artists um onto it during the springtime or not at this time
2: there are some conversations as you recall garth brooks performed in 2019 the year before the pandemic uh, and had you know we had a great crowd for for heck yeah (laughs) Um, there are some conversations related to that, and springtime you 're right is the perfect time to do it right after the spring game
1: okay uh we got a couple of minutes left with Scott, and uh I appreciate everybody uh who weighed in today. This is not easy i i 'll just say that and i'm i 'm not putting words in scott 's mouth, but i can i 'm trying to put myself in a position like that because i don 't know that there 's a right or a wrong answer. But I do know from knowing this guy for a long time, he will put in, and UF will put in its due diligence before any decision is made. I, that I can I, I can assure you.
2: Of. Absolutely, one hundred percent. And I will also share that uh, this is not just a UAA decision. Um, we are we are uh, you know leading the conversation. But uh, Dr. Sass has already been. You know, we brought him up to speed on what we've the concepts and and the studies we've done so far. He'll have a voice. Uh, the board of trustees will have a voice the UAA board will have a voice. I mean, they'll be a and ultimately uh, We want a lot of different constituents to to buy into whatever the plan uh, Will be going forward. Um, I, I, I Appreciate everybody sharing their thoughts and ideas. This is it's helpful uh, to, to hear what's on people's mind um, and uh, it It's great feedback Steve. I appreciate you allow me to use uh, this last hour for that purpose. You're
1: welcome anytime I'll end with this I don't care what the renovation does that ever uh, do you ever catch up I mean there's always something that has
2: to be renovated or
1: modernized as far as facilities isn't it
2: you know I, I hope not they they don't need ADs anymore if we if we get done building everything um, it's, it's good job preservation you know there are we have 21 sports right and there's yeah. a lot of facilities uh, that you want to put in place to support the five hundred plus gator athletes were in the orange and blue, trying to go win trophies, and so uh, there 's always somewhere we can get better and improve. It just so happens uh, you know the swamp is is maybe uh, the the mother load if you will, as far as the facility projects go yeah, so stay tuned for that don 't forget uh, tomorrow, the
1: head of the college football playoff Bill Hancock will be here uh, to talk about the future of that particular organization and what will go on as we get nearing. Uh, the start of this college football season in 2023, and that'll take place tomorrow, but for today our thanks to Gator Athletic Athletic Director Scott Strickland for being here, thanks to Elliot for producing the show, we thank you as always for participating and being part of it, and we'll do it again tomorrow, sharp at 12 o'clock on Talk Sports with you. You're listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WYUF, I'm Steve Russell enjoy the rest of your Monday, so long everybody Yeah.
0: Gainesville U251CG Gainesville from the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios. We are ESPN 981FM 850AM WRUF in the South, it's always college football season. And the king of college football reigns supreme all year long. Southern Sports Today proudly presents the Chuck Oliver Show. It's an inside look at everything college football. Now live from Atlanta, Georgia, it's time to talk college football with the reigning king of college football, Chuck Oliver, on Southern Sports Today. Today.
7: dissolving of the power five conference chug Island show on a monday how are you where are you i ask that sometimes folks nine states sixty sticks thank you for the blessing wherever you are right now you're part of that so thank you said got curveball over the weekend the by the minute dissolving of a power five conference <clears throat> let me clarify at least the dissolving of of a Power Five conference relevance on a national top tier scale, as in the Pac 8, 10, 12 curveball over the weekend. Uh, we had talked on this program, not because of great insight, just because this is where the tea leaves were, and then some of the, you know, somebody with a megaphone in Boulder as well, but uh, we had discussed on this program about, I don't know, a month ago that. It's not UW Dub and Oregon that are necessarily going to be the next program or programs out of the Pac-12. Colorado's itchy, and they don't—they have a history of not having money and not spending money. They're trying to change it now. Dion Sanders, are we all aware of this? This is true, by the way. You can go Google your computer. Dion signed a contract based kind of on spec, at least as far as now. Where's the money? If you sign a contract to be head coach at I don't know, Mississippi State, you don't tell them to post. Like, you know, to, to post, you don't have to put the money up front. If you sign a contract to be a head coach at Arkansas, you don't tell them, now, I need to see where this is coming from. Dan signed a contract at Colorado, and he's like, all right, now, are you sure you have the money? And they responded, no, we don't, but we're going to find it. Okay. Well, well. Folks, that's about as public, I mean, a hint and a half to Klievkoff and everybody who used to be in San Francisco. I think they moved the offices finally. So, yeah. Colorado, very clearly, would, would they tell a head coach, like they signed one of the most high-profile, I don't know what the success is going to be. I mean, Dion has worked for the success and kind of has decided to, well, no, and hadn't decided I think his way will also work against success. At least it presents a few more challenges. (coughs) Continuity, you know what it is. But Colorado, I mean, folks, in December and January is public. Do you have the money? No, but we're going to find it. Okay, well, they're next then. They're in the next school that needs an out, that needs more cash, needs to fold, not jingle. And so the Big 12 right now – With the caveat that it's not going to be the Big Ten or SEC or really even a – I mean, Texas and Oklahoma told you that. For what it's trying to be, brother, kudos.